Welcome to the Northern Outcast Outdoors Podcast. The Outcast. Powered by ANF Custom Calls. Veteran Innovative Products. if it's gonna happen usually any number that's not saved in my phone it just it just hangs up on them yeah so everybody welcome to this is going to be either episode three or four depending we're on the second half of a double header here and uh we got chucky's good friend here matt talkington on the line from west virginia what's up man oh not much sitting here hanging out at the house with the dogs wife and kids that are moms so i was just sitting here waiting on you guys to call Appreciate you taking our call, man. Honestly, I mean, oh, yeah, um, no I'm, problem. I'm looking forward, I'm looking forward to, to it. it. I, I, I know uh, I talked to you prior, and I was like, dude, we got to get you on a podcast. And it was way back when. And I'm like, yeah, thinking through, I'm thinking, you know, kind of listening. Braden and I were talking. We're like, man, who can we get on? And I said, well, I know a guy. I'll reach out to him. And sure enough, yeah. I mean, you accepted, and I'm, I'm pumped because, dude, you had one hell of a 2020. Let's just put it that way, like. A lot of people didn't have a great 2020. You fucking killed it, man. Yeah, I've been pretty lucky these last couple of years. I've uh, been been pretty lucky. I mean, that deer that you shot in Ohio, I mean, Chucky told me about you, and I was kind of doing a little creeping on the socials <laughs> yeah. there. And I was like, dude, <laughs> yeah. this guy shot a donkey in Ohio. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he was. Um, I had pictures of a few. I just moved over to Ohio this past August, and uh my dad, he bought a house and 65 acres, and my dad travels a lot, so me and the wife and the kid moved in to the house, and man, I had a bunch of pictures of bucks below the house, and they all kind of disappeared, and I bought that, where I killed that buck, I bought this 16 acres, I had bought it in March, and I had done nothing over there until, I don't know, like three weeks before gun season in Ohio came in, and uh, I'd put out some corn and put a camera up and lo and behold, there he was. And I was like, Oh, okay. (laughs) (laughs) So you've had eyes on that deer for months prior to the actual kill then? No, about three weeks before, before gun season. You said, okay, when, when does rifle come in in Ohio? It's about the same Um, time as us. Yeah. That Monday. Just about. Yeah. So did you do any archery hunting prior to that in Ohio or you were just kind of, Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. I, I bow hunt and I'm, Gun hunt, muzzleloader hunt. I'm not one to just bow hunt or gun hunt. I'm not. I'm not one of them. If, if there's a season and I can use it, I'm. I'm hunting. Hell yeah! So did you hunt Ohio prior to moving to Ohio, or was that just a yeah. product of you moving? Yeah. When I was when I was a kid, uh, I was born in West Virginia, New Martinsville, and then kind of my dad's a he's an electrical engineer. He kind of bounced around a little bit when I was a kid, and then getting older but i had hunted ohio a few times and killed a couple bucks over there when i got out of the army in 2013 i actually moved back to new martinsville and was living uh, with my grandparents and once i moved back i um there's quite a bit of public land um right here in ohio where i live now which is only 15 minutes from where i lived in west virginia and i started ground pounding the, the public land you're uh, Southern Ohio, right, Matt? No, I'm right. Well, I'm just two hours from PA. But yeah, yeah, I'm in Monroe County, Southern Ohio. Okay. South. Pretty, uh, pretty mountainous, pretty intense kind of terrain, right? Yeah, right on. I'm right on the Ohio River, and it's, yeah. everything is steep. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, I know. I I go down and uh, we didn't go. I don't think last year, but the the prior years we hunt Salt Fork State Park and yeah, and there are parts of that park that are really really hilly. I mean, some real steep stuff. And then yeah, there's some other parts you get in uh, like a little creek bottom and some swampy areas that are kind of nicer, a little bit flatter. And of course, so everybody wants to hunt because there's you know ag fields and some Mm -hmm. other stuff that looks really pretty, but. That that part of Ohio, I mean, it's been known for giants for years. It's just, it's hard hunting. It's really tough uh, hunting. Same thing yeah, with West Virginia. Yeah. That's know. for sure. Yeah, there, there's not much ag or anything like that around here. It's, it's steep and it's rocky. And if, you know, you're just hunting acorn flats and points and, you know, stuff like that. Or, you know, Ohio's a bait state, so. We can do that. So, but yeah, there's not the the corn and soybeans and everything like that around here. I mean, that's usually what most people would think of if you say you're hunting Ohio. You know, when you're starting yeah. to get into those like midwestern states, like you're hunting, you know, over a cornfield, you're hunting in a yeah. little patch, you know, between farms and stuff like that. I mean, I don't think yep. people realize that Southern Ohio actually has. <laughs> you know, you get an Ohio River area. Oh yeah, it's, it's wicked. It's well, wicked. I can see, yeah. I can see the river from my house. Up on, I live up on top of a ridge, and I can see the river from my house. That's no shit. Nice. No yep. shit. That yep. is pretty cool. That's tough hunting, man. I, I mean, I, I guess we can dive deep into it, kind of where your success comes from and how you've hunted these areas growing up. You know, even if you want to just talk even, you know, about the West Virginia kind of stuff that you used to hunt. And Yeah, that's, I grew up hunting West Virginia more than anything. Uh, I was, well, back when I was young... You know, I just, it was basically the, I hunted the first week of West Virginia gun season and that was really about it. You know, that was what I looked forward to, you know, all year. Did some squirrel hunting here and there, but that first week of gun season, yeah, that was, that was where it was at for me. We just, you know, with me being little and dad working and playing sports, really didn't um, have a whole, whole lot of time. I mean, I think that's yeah, the same that's for a lot of people was, around here yeah. with rifle season. That's kind of, you know, everybody, that, that was what we did. I mean, the first day of rifle, I mean, you ask people from different states, like, you know, when, when you say you get the Monday after Thanksgiving off, people kind of look at you like sideways, like, well, why? Like, yeah. It's because of the first day of rifle, dude. It's a holiday. That's yeah, a big deal. That's right. Yeah. yeah. West Virginia here, now the kids, they, they get it off. I know uh, when I was a kid, that dad just got me out of school always. Yeah, we, <laughs> I mean, we always I was always actually living off. up in PA. I was living up in Greensburg. That's oh, you're that's not far awesome. from us. It's about an hour and a half south of where we're at right now. Yeah, that's where I live. I live there longer than I've lived anywhere. Yeah, I mean, I, I mean, everybody had that day off from school. I mean, in PA, you talk to people from like you know New York or something. They're like, you get that day off. They're like, dude, that's a holiday. <laughs> it was literally yeah. a holiday. Companies closed oh, yeah. down. Businesses give the people a legitimately holiday. I mean, I remember yeah. even in I went to a liberal arts college. And we had professors that gave that day. Listen, just get your work done. Go hunt. We get it. Like, yeah, go stack bodies. <laughs> yeah. We're in New yeah. Wilmington, Pennsylvania, the the heart of Amish country. Like, yeah. you know, they get it. Sorry to catch my breath there. I'm trying to get the heat back on, man. I, I noticed we turned it down and then I looked around behind me and <laughs> the light went out. And I'm like, oh, shit. It's just straight running <laughs> propane into us right yeah, now. I don't know if you heard that. <laughs> Yeah. Passing out in there. yeah, so I had to get that back up and running That's out here in, nice the, for in a the garage. There. So I, I missed what you guys were kind of talking about a little bit, and I, I guess we probably even skipped introducing you as well, didn't we? 
I guess if you want to just jump back and kind of tell everybody like 10,000 foot view of how you got into hunting and, and where you started and that kind of thing. Oh, yeah. I'm Matt Talkington, 30 years old, and I live in Ohio now, but I grew up hunting in West Virginia. My my family's hunted forever. My uh my grandma, my mom's my dad's mom, her father, he checked in one of the first deer ever checked in in the state of West Virginia when they had a season back in the day. And then my uncle Bill, well, he's my great uncle. He's my dad's dad's brother. He's owned a gun shop there in New Martinsville for like forty some years. And back in the day, that's where everybody went. You know, before gun season, week of gun season, hunting in my family is just—I mean, it's—it's it's been there forever. You know, grew up going with hell. My dad got me out in the woods when I was two years old. He'd shoot a deer and he'd come get me to track it. And I, uh, you know, grew up going out with my uncle and my dad, and I loved it. I couldn't get enough of it, and I still can't get enough of it. But you know, having having a wife and a kid now, I gotta—I've had to tone it back a little bit, but. Yeah, that's the line you got to walk. I mean, me and Chucky kind of had yeah. a very similar upbringing as far as that's concerned. Uh, Ryan and Jeff, our other two members, kind of were getting into it a little later than us, but like we totally understand, like, you know, rifle season tradition and getting out there. Yeah. Yeah. Now you got the little one too. So you bringing him along a lot too. Oh, yeah. He, um, it's nice where we live now. You know, I feed the deer here below the house and. That um, little 10 acre piece my dad has and that little 15 acre piece that I bought, it's only like 10 minutes away. So you know, through awesome. the summer and early fall when it's warm, I take my, my son's name's Trip. I take him with me to, you know, dump corn or minerals or just go check cans or go put up my blinds and stuff. This whole, you know, he, he, he just, he lives for it now. Like <laughs> I got some cell phone cameras and my phone goes off. Especially like early in the fall, you know, not so much now, but um, since it slacked off. But early fall, my phone would go off and buck, buck. You know, he just <laughs> he's well on his way. <laughs> Can't ask for much more than that, honestly. No, nah. nah, that's cool to, to instill in him what what you grew up with. I mean, I I know I like brain said, man, we we grew up with this stuff. I could not imagine my life and where it would be not growing up in the outdoors always hunting, you know, just the discipline it gives you, the patience, and, and all the different attributes you gain as a hunter, let alone just meeting the greatest people on this planet. You know, oh, oh, 99% sure. of hunters and outdoorsmen, the 100% of the true hunters and outdoorsmen, are literally the best people you will ever meet in your life. I mean, yeah. take, we have you on right now for that exact reason. You know, you yeah. ran into our my podcast and Started, we started chatting and became, you know, pretty good friends. We talk quite often. I'm always yeah. seeing what you got going on on Facebook and commenting and, you know, and it started even in turkey season, like back and forth, yeah. like we're sending each other's pictures and dude, yeah. it, it, like that would never happen in anything else on this planet other than hunting, in my opinion. No, no, the only, you know, I, I was lucky enough to be in the military and, Okay. In the yeah. military I screwed and, up. And, I said nothing. Well, I, I, I'll give you that. Yes, you're you're 100 factual there. <laughs> well, and I was, you know, not a lot of people do it, but yeah. Other than, I mean, you know, I, and I and I see it being able to, you know, be a be a hunter and be a fisherman. Well, just an outdoorsman, period. But you know, and being in the military, they both go hand in hand when it comes to when it comes to people. Well, you know, men, women, whatever. You know, they're 
they're just they're majority of the people are just great people and you can count on them for just about anything i mean it's kind of an unspoken camaraderie it's like if you run into someone at the bar that you know has a marine corps tattoo you know you yeah. never met this dude before in your life but you go talk to him, chances are you're probably going to end up getting obliterated drunk with that dude that night. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. It's the same thing you go in and someone has like, you know, a Hoyt shirt on or, you know, a Matthews hat and you're like, mm-hmm. oh, bro, you know, do you shoot? And then, you know, you go down that mm-hmm. rabbit hole. I mean, the same with fishing. I mean, we were in Clarion a couple of weeks ago. Kid had on a freaking tackle warehouse hat. And, you know, next thing I know, you know, we're exchanging YouTube channels. Like he's a big yeah. fisher. You know, that's what's cool about it. Like for me, yep. it's like. There's more genuine people when they're really into it, you know, than other things. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I didn't experience the military, but I mean, I have enough respect and and knowledge in it to know that that's definitely another brotherhood that is relatable, like you said, to hunting. And and one, we greatly appreciate your service, man. Absolutely. And shout out to you. I'd love to see dudes that do it. And I I give them the utmost respect because you've earned it. A lot more balls than I did. Yep. You earned it, man. (laughs) I just don't think I had anything else going on in life. <laughs> hey, man, you know what, though? There's nothing wrong with that, too, though. I yeah. mean, no, if, you're, if, you, uh, if you really don't got a plan and you need an honest out, you know, it, that is a, you know, a very uh, yeah, at, honorable at time, thing. I was like, man, but uh, I'd, uh, I'd do it all over again. It, yeah. I mean, it really set me set me straight. Yeah, and sure. some people do need that. I mean, I've, I've heard that from quite a few many people and said the same thing. I've seen it. I've seen it in guys that, that have turned their lives around because of it Mm -hmm. you know and i know good personal friends that that have done so you know they were always a kind of goofball or slack off in high school and they they joined the military and they come back some really straight good dudes like some yeah i don't know i mean from what i i know and i've experienced through other people it it molds you into a better person yeah take me for instance i was a goofball in high school and now i'm sitting on a podcast with chucky (laughs) (laughs) man i i didn't i didn't have you know, I didn't have sports to play when I was in college, and man, I just didn't go. I'd have rather went deer hunting. <laughs> Hell yeah, <laughs> that's what I was doing in college. <laughs> that's why I played baseball. It's a it's a spring sport, although it did get yeah. in the way with with uh, trout fishing and turkey hunting growing up for sure. Yeah. But never interfered with deer hunting. Yeah, that's true. And, and that's what I was biggest into, anyways, when I was younger. I'm big into deer hunting, but I'm glad I got into turkey. Man, turkey is just unreal and. Uh, speaking like of, so you had, I don't, I don't know if anyone had a better year turkey hunting than you did that I know personally. Uh, Seems like everybody had a better year than we did, Chuck. <laughs> no, I had, a, I had you a had a pretty year. year. I you, had you the, shot that one in the snow the weekend. I was getting yeah, obliterated. Not my, I had the best turkey year of my life. I haven't been doing it very long, seriously, yeah. as you know we have now in the last few years. But man, Matt, dude, you got to talk about your turkey season. Run us through it a little bit. Yeah. Um. Yeah, it wasn't wasn't too shabby. It was a little bit tougher than, than than. And I don't say that to sound cocky or nothing, but I've been pretty lucky to kill quite a few birds here these these last few years. Getting you know having the places I have to hunt and the time that I have to do it. But yeah, I started off. I was supposed to go to Nebraska last year for the second year, and I had to cancel it due to COVID. And then yeah. the year before, I had to cancel because my son was born. So at least that's a good reason. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That was, that was, yeah, I was cool with that. COVID, yeah. That was, uh, but, uh, no, I started it off in, um, West Virginia and me and my, some guys I work with been watching some birds. And, um, one of the guys I work with, we put up a ground blind the day before season come in and got down there the first morning. And man, there was, there was a bird goblin. 
I don't know, he probably wasn't 150 yards away. We got yeah. lucky, but we had the decoys out, and, man, he pitched out right into the right way. And, oh, I mean, man. A few, you know, I gave him a few tree yelps, you know, with, with a slate call, you know, and that was really all it took. I called to him a few times out in the right of way just to see him gobble because he was out there in a clover right away, and he come into the decoy, and he was coming in, and <laughs> me and my buddy were kind of, we were figuring out who was going to shoot him. <laughs> and uh i had that new stevens 410 with tss oh I like, man, man everybody I, I really has wanna, those now i really want to see see what this thing can do and i ended up shooting him at like six yards and that's, uh <laughs> just, six just yards. <laughs> that's incredible six yards of the 410 oh man it smoked him we were sitting in that ground blind and i think we had three hens out and uh a strutter and a jake which that's very rare for me i usually don't ever have decoys just because of how I hunt, I don't like to carry them. Yeah, up until the birds was in there. I mean, the guy that know, taught me how to turkey hunt, he swore against decoys for you know ever, and I was yep. kind of the same way. Yep i I usually very 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 rarely will I have decoys, but with that being out in that, we knew we were going to hunt that right away. So, oh yeah, if you're hunting a field for sure. Yeah, so I killed him, and then the second day I was out and. I was driving around on a piece of that I got permission to hunt and I seen some I birds crossed in front of me, crossing the road. I drove up the road, they went down over the right away. I drove up and parked and it was two long beers by themselves at like ten o'clock. So I let them cross, ran down over the hill, ran down over the right away. I drove up the road, parked, got all my stuff. I just threw a mouth call in. Grab I had that four ten. I walked down over the hill, snuck up the edge of the woods, got to the corner, and uh, then birds was down over the hill out of sight, and I called just a couple times, and they come up over the hill. No That's why I said I got lucky in West Virginia. Usually not that not that easy, but now Ohio and PA, they let me know that uh, I got them two easy ones. <laughs> <laughs> they brought you back down to earth. Oh, yeah, yeah, because it took me till. The second to last day of season in Ohio, I think the second or third to last day of season in Ohio before I finally before I killed the bird here. Man, it was it it was just a totally different turkey season because of you know with COVID and people were off and oh, places yeah. I hunt public that you don't usually see people. That, I mean, there was like people camping there this you know this past <laughs> spring. Yeah. And it was like holy cow, man! I mean, you couldn't go anywhere without seeing people. That's yeah, been the but, one constant between everybody that I've talked to and myself yeah. personally is this last year was just so much traffic. It's insane. I, I've never seen it like that. Yeah. I, uh, when I went to PA is the first year I've ever turkey hunted on public this year it was this past spring. And, you know, I've seen people in Ohio. <laughs> I've never <laughs> seen the people. <laughs> I went to PA. Okay. Yeah. I was like, you have got to be kidding me. Yeah. I, I mean, it was like, I don't even know. I don't even know what to compare it to, honestly. Maybe <laughs> like, dude, it was like, like rifle season in the 90s up there. Yeah. Like, it was, it was insane. I, I never in my life, I had my buddy Caleb with me. We had some pin, I had some pins that I had set on Onyx, like a pile of pins, like 30 some pins, like on points and fields and this and that here and there. And, I had a place that I wanted to get to, you know, first morning, and um, I couldn't make it up there the night before. So I told Caleb, we're going to leave early. We're going to get up there. 
enough time. We can walk in. You know, this point looks good. It's long. You know, there's an arrow ridge running to it. I said, you know, there's got to be at least one bird. And, uh, man, we started down in there on that road, public on both sides. And it was like, I don't know, 4.30 in the morning. And there was trucks everywhere. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I was like, dude, yep. we should. We should have got here at midnight. <laughs> yeah. So, and I just kept driving and driving and driving and it started getting daylight and there was still truck. I mean, trucks were everywhere. Oh yeah. And um, I mean, it was, it was, I was dumbfounded by it. Ended up running into a game warden driving down the road and uh, he's like, Hey, you know, what are you guys doing? Da, da, da. And I was like, Oh, you know, just out here trying to find a place, no people. And he said, man, there's a long beard. I just passed just on up the road. Or uh, you know, on behind me, he said he's out on a new right away. He said he's just up there strutting, gobbling all by himself. I said, really? He said, yeah. He said, you're gonna go down the road. He said you'll see some pine tree group of pine trees on the hill. He said that next right away. He said he'll be up there up top. I was like, all right. Sure enough, drove on out there, and there he was, just full <laughs> strut all by himself. And I was like, and there was no cars around. No kidding. I was like, dude, this is money. Because on out past him, you know, we drove on out past him, didn't want to get out the car at the bottom of the right away where he could see you. Right, booger him up. You know, I, I say that because of what's about to come up. Drive <laughs> on out the road, park, walk up the point to him. We're like 50 yards away from him in the woods. And uh, my buddy Caleb's like, dude, there's two guys coming up behind us. They're fall- they followed us up the hill. And I was like, oh are you shitting God. me? I turn around and sure enough, there's two guys coming up the hill. I'm like, dude, we're like, it, it's damn near dangerous. I mean, you're, oh, you know, yeah. yeah, at this point, said, now, man, it's, it's no, that's no bueno. Yeah, I said, we're going to have to shoot this bird. I can see him, but I can't shoot him. I got my 12 gauge. So I could have made that shot, but I wasn't shooting through the brush. I wasn't going to wound a turkey. I, I, you know, I'm not doing it. Yeah. So I'm trying to figure out what we're going to do because we got these guys coming. I'm like, man, they're going to, you know, we need to get this, we need to shoot this turkey, but I don't really want to call to him yet. Well, then, man, it wasn't probably 30 seconds later. This dude just starts ripping at it from the oh, road, from the bottom of the right of way, just ripping at this turkey. And that turkey looked down the hill and just <laughs> walked away. <laughs> so I walked Calling out the from right the away. bottom of the hill. Yeah, wow. just plain as day could seem. And um, Caleb's like, wow. And I was like, yep. So we walked back down to the truck, and I made sure I drove over to that guy and I rolled down my window and he said, uh, man, did you guys see that turkey? I said, yeah, bud. I said, uh, I was about 50 yards inside the woods getting ready to, getting ready to kill him. He said, man, he said, you think me calling to him spooked him? Oh my. <laughs> I said, nah, bud. No, not at all. <laughs> it just drove off. Yeah. Did you keep thinking that pal? Oh my God. Dude. And that was, yeah, that was probably eight o'clock and, um, we drove around for, couple more hours we stopped at a couple more places one place we stopped at had a it had a drill rig right there by it so we couldn't hear nothing called in a couple other places you know we were just finding spots where there was no cars but you know it was tough oh no we'll lose them we lost them as soon as you touched it i didn't touch anything you touched it i was getting a feedback in my ears sorry we'll pull them back up there he is you know, you, we lost you as soon as Chuck started touching buttons on the podcast. Oh, track. yeah, I was wondering. It's, I didn't touch shit. He was, he was wiggling wires. And I, 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 I got full service. 
<laughs> I got the little feedback in my say, ear because of my, right now. my headphones. I'm like trying to push in the thing. I don't know what happened. Oh, that's fine. Oh, <laughs> it was literally as soon as he touched it, it hung up. It was. That was weird. <laughs> Way to go. <laughs> that's my bad. I don't even remember where we left off now. So he was on an oil oh. rig. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, sorry. Drilling rig. Yeah. Okay. Is that where we left off? Yep. Something like yep. that. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, we had, like I said, we stopped a couple of places. One place we stopped, I had a drilling rig on it, so we couldn't hear nothing. And we drove around, called a couple of other places, just trying to find places where there was no cars. You know, because at this time, it's like, you know, 9.30, 10 o'clock. And um, I had two more pins on a small piece of public, smaller than what we had been driving around. And I told Caleb, I said, well, we might as well go there. So it's closer, it's towards the house anyway. I said, but if there's people there, we're just going to go home because there ain't nowhere else to go. Yeah. And um, we get there. We get down in there, and there's nobody at the parking lot. I was like, oh, they've either killed them or nobody's, you know, or they didn't hear nothing or nobody's just been here. So we get out, and we're at the bottom, and everything we can hunt's up on both sides. So we walk out, and I made a few calls, you know, didn't hear nothing. And I told Caleb, I said, well, I said, we'll just sit here until – well, you can hunt until noon in PA. Yep. Like it was because yep. it was like ten ten thirty when we got there, and uh, we had probably been sitting there because it was right before eleven o'clock was when I heard them. We were sitting there, and I'd made a few calls. We're just sitting there, and just sitting there. Well, my buddy Caleb, he's deaf, like he can't hear nothing, and uh, like we're Jeff. sitting there, and man, I heard a bird gobble up the hill behind us. I said, Caleb, and I had just picked some hen in the woods mushrooms. And uh we we're just talking about that. Yeah, we were just talking about my friend. <laughs> awesome. Oh, I picked it and like I mean, probably forty five seconds later, oh, and I was like I mean it was a good little ways up that hill. And uh I said, Kim, did you hear that? Hear what? <laughs> I said, You didn't hear that bird? He said, No. And I was like, Let's see if he I mean he gobbled again. I said, Did you hear him? No, I didn't hear him. <laughs> I mean, yeah, he'll tell you. He'll tell you he's deaf. So I called. And he answered. Well, I didn't. I told Caleb, I said, I won't call no more. I said, because I said, as far down as we are, them birds ain't coming. You know what I mean? As mm-hmm. steep as that yeah. hill was, you know, I'm one of them people. You know, some people be like, oh, they'll come downhill. Yes, they will, but not very often. No, that's kind of a. Well, him answering Turkey me. Turkey 101. Let, yeah. Him answering me, let me know that they were, you know what I mean? I called to answer. I said, cool. He's interested. Yeah, especially midday like that. That's when you want them firing up. I mean, if you're going to get them to come downhill, that's probably when it's going to happen, if at all. Yeah. You know, because that's when they do some stupid shit. Yeah. So I told Caleb, I said, he answered. But they were so far up that hill, they were probably 300 yards up that hill. Yeah, that's a ways. And I'd never been there. I said, dude, we're going to have to get right to left of them. We're going to have to. I said, let's go. <laughs> and my and my buddy Caleb, he, he's a big boy. He's probably 6'2", probably 280 pounds. And I said, we got to go, bud. I said, we got to <laughs> go now because we don't have much time. Yeah. So we start hauling up this hill, and I'm crow calling. You know, I'll go, you know, 20, 30 yards crow call. Okay, 20, 30. I want to make sure that they're not coming down, and I want to, you know, I want to get in line with them. But I also want to make sure they're not coming down to me. So I'm crow calling, gobbling, crow calling, gobbling. Well, we get in line with them, and we're both about to die because I'm not in the best of shape. <laughs> and that hill was steep. <laughs> <laughs> we get up there. I start calling to them, 
and they're answering. I'm calling, they're answering. Well, I shut up on them. And uh, where we ended up, man, there wasn't very many big trees. And like I said, my buddy's he's a big dude, and you know, I'm 5'10, like 250. <laughs> I ain't no small guy either. So I'm sitting on this tree that's like about as wide as, you know, just as wide as the inside of my back where my spine is. And I'm, I'm sitting there, I'm like, dude, we stick out like sore thumbs in here, bro. <laughs> <laughs> just looking around, and you know, I'm calling, man, they were, they were gobbling, and you know, I shut up. I'm scratching leaves, you know, I'm doing, I'm trying, you know, trying to get these birds to come in. We're running out of time, you know, because by this time it's after 11 o'clock and I don't know, you know, and they're gobbling and and they're getting closer, but they're not coming fast enough. Mm -hmm. And he's like, man, he said, I don't know. And then we're like, I don't know how long we've been up there, but he said, man, I just seen a turkey down over the hill about a hundred yards out. Turkeys went down over the hill. I was like, well, that's weird. Um, then birds, there ended up being two long beards and birds are still up there in front of us gobbling. Well, I was like, I had never gobbled, like tried to gobble with my mouth with a mouth call. <laughs> and, you know, I don't want to, you know, <laughs> I didn't, be interesting. I've never done it. And you're not, you know, it's not probably not the smartest thing to do on public, but I, no. uh, there were no cars in the parking lot. And I was like, you know what, dude, I'm, I'm ripping on these birds, man. I'm, I am cutting and yelping and just ripping on them as hard as I can, you know, just trying to get as excited, trying to get them as fired up as possible, you know, and I'm like, screw it. I just start gobbling, you know, as best as I can with my mouth. And dude, it was five minutes and boom, they show up, but they were 80 yards above us. What we didn't know, never being there, there was a freaking logging road up there. Oh, and they man. walked that logging road all the way out. They love us. those roads, that man. We'll do it. Yeah. You know, because they had shut up. Once I gobbled to them, they gobbled a couple of times, and then, wham, there they were. And my buddy Caleb was to my right down there over the hill just a little bit. And I said, shit. I said, they came high. And, um, you know, we, we stuck out like short thumbs up in there. They started you know, looking around, looking around and, you know, mm-hmm. them, them wings, them wings tucked and that one turned and I don't know, they's probably 60 yards up in there. And, you know, I'm, I do, I shoot TSS, you know, that's the new thing to do. Yeah. That's but, what um, I hear. Yeah. And that, I mean, it, they I, are I, great loads. I'm not, I'm going to tell you what, a little too expensive was, for me, but I was the guy manageable. that was like, you guys are stupid for spending that. I'll never spend it. Dumb, dumb, dumb. But yes. Yeah. I shot four birds with it last year. Not a one of them flopped oh no if you got the money to throw down on it and you know, <laughs> you know what i mean yeah. i mean i have a little stockpile of what i shoot so i you know i'm kind of yeah. stuck in my ways but i i've not heard anything bad to you know yeah. make me say they, i would never do it but they're nice but uh they came high and man they, they tucked and went you know started head beat bobbing out through there and uh, i shot and i knew i missed but i jumped up you know Put my gun on safety. Took up running up through there just to make sure. You know, I walked out the hill. You know, just you know, if I shoot at something, I'm making the you know the best effort I can to either find it or figure out if I hit it. Oh, for sure. Um, well, I figured out you know I didn't hit that bird. Nothing, nothing. So I'm all mopey, you know, <laughs> walking back and <laughs> walking back down to my buddy. And Caleb's like, "Hey, man," he said. Why didn't you shoot that bird that was standing there about 20 yards away from me? And you walked, ran up over the hill. And I was like, what? He said, yeah. He said, man, you took off running. He said, 
that bird you shot at took off. He said, but that other one just ran up the hill and stopped and watched you. Oh, my. I was like, you got to be shitting me. <laughs> he said, I could have killed it. He said, but I wasn't, you know, I wasn't shooting past you. Right. Yeah. Right. Shit. Well, we're talking just like we're talking on the phone, you know, and I had unloaded my shotgun, took my gloves off, took my face mask off. He's unloaded his and. We're, you know, because it's like, dude, I'm shitting you. It's probably like 1240, 1243, and, um, or 1143. Yeah. And uh, we start walking down over the hill, and a hen starts yelping down at the bottom of the hill. And Caleb said, why don't you shut her up? I just gave my mouth call back in and cut to her and yelped to her real hard. And, dude, like 60 yards down over the hill, a freaking bird gobbles. Oh, my. And I was like, oh, my God. I'm like. Hurry up and sit down. So I'm like trying to throw my gloves on, throw my face mask on, and uh, I'm yelping as loud as I can because I got a semi auto and I got you know push that button, and you know I'm yelping as loud as I can to get my gun loaded, oh, and man. so he can get his gun loaded. Mm-hmm. We hurry up and sit down, and seconds later this bird pops up the flat below us. Well, then he gets behind a tree. Well, I can't see him. And I'm like, I know Caleb can see this bird. Please shoot him. Well, he comes out from behind that tree. And as soon as he comes out from behind that tree, I just put the red dot on the head and I pull the trigger. Boom. <laughs> well, the bird's wings just go out like he's flying away. Disappears down over the hill. Well, I'm thinking I missed again. <laughs> I'm like, you know, I said a few choice words. <laughs> Now you're Caleb's extremely like, pissed. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I'm pissed. You went I'm from mopey pissed. to pissed. Yeah, <laughs> I'm, I'm beyond pissed. Yeah, two birds. Yeah, I'm 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 livid. And uh, Caleb's like, Bub, I don't think you missed that bird. And I said, Dude, I'm telling you, I missed that damn turkey. He said, I- I'm telling you, I don't think you did. Walked down over the hill, and man, I sh- where I shot that bird, his wings just literally went out, and he just fell dead. No and kidding. he wasn't didn't flop or nothing. But yeah, it was that was. That was something. Caleb, I said, man, you know, I hugged Caleb and Caleb, he's also does taxidermy work for me. Um, he knows how much I love to turkey hunt. And, um, you know, I invited, I bought my license and told him I was going. He said, man, you care if I buy mine? I'll go with you. I said, no. I said, you know, let's do it. And I said, man, why don't you shoot that bird? He said, dude, he said, I know how much you wanted to kill that turkey. He said, you, you know, I know, he said, I just know how much more it meant to you. He said, I really didn't care if I killed a turkey. He said, I just wanted to come. He That's said, awesome. That I had really that, cool. He said, I had the dog on that turkey's head for, you know, I said, man, I was waiting for you to kill. I said, you should have killed that dang thing. He said, I wanted you to shoot that turkey. He said, it meant, I knew it meant more to you than it would to me. And, man, I hugged him. Because most of the time, for me, when I'm hunting, it's all by myself. I kill a turkey, I kill a deer, you know, it's all by myself. So, yeah. you know, getting to do it with him and, you know, and hug him, and you know, it was, I mean, it was awesome. And, and I really appreciated him, you know, not shooting that bird. But I would have been just as happy as if he would have killed it. That's what it's that all about. That was a hell man. of a day. <laughs> hell yeah. Especially whenever you get your ass beat like that and then you finally <laughs> get one like the, you know, the, last minutes oh yeah, yeah. Dude. when you when you get your butt kicked for a few days and then you like yeah you know, it, redeem um, yeah ohio had been nailing me until we went up there to pa and got to kill that bird and then ohio continued to beat on me for a little while <laughs> oh, man. yeah because ohio comes in just before pa typically i think a week yeah. before something like that and, and west well, virginia's 
the same. Ohio and West Virginia usually comes in the same day, but this year, this coming spring, West Virginia comes in. Well, I think it's on the, I think it's on the nineteenth. Nineteenth or twentieth? I think it's the Monday, the twentieth, right? Uh, no, Nin- no, nineteenth. Nineteenth, yeah, yep. Yeah, and then Ohio comes in on the twenty fourth. Oh, okay. Yeah, it comes in, but I'll actually, I'll be in Nebraska the twenty third, twenty fourth, twenty fifth this year. So, but I'm hopefully get me a bird or two in West Virginia before I go out there and be able to hunt oh, um, yeah. Ohio when I get back. But yeah, that's huge. I didn't know that was the twenty fourth because it's always been the same day, West Virginia and Ohio. Yeah, well, I know a couple of years ago, well, maybe a year or two after I got out of the army, it was like that. West Virginia came in first, and Ohio came in second. Yeah, I've only been hunting turkeys there what three years now. I, I mm-hmm. believe I started hunting Ohio, and then last year did West Virginia, and didn't do Ohio because they they cut off their tags. Yeah, Ohio, I was. Yeah, I was a fishing license too. <laughs> yeah, I was, I was pretty ticked off. I'm like, dude, are you I know. Me? I, was, I think I was the one that sent you. I sent you the message right when it came out. Yeah, yeah, you were. I yeah. sent it right to my buddy, and we were gonna go, and we had it all planned out. And we're like, well, shit, now what do we do? We're like, well, West Virginia comes in the same day. Let's just do West Virginia, and it worked yeah. out in our favor, but yeah. still kind of sucked. Yeah, we couldn't buy an oh, Ohio man. fishing license, and then we got screwed out of going to Idaho too this year. Yeah, this man. last this last year. I mean, the worst part is, and dude, Matt, we're like fifteen minutes from Ohio, really. Yeah, I mean, mm-hmm. we're we're right here. You know, we can yeah. easily jump over and not having Sunday hunting in Pennsylvania for turkey, um, really yeah. for anything, but especially for turkey, it's so easy to just head across the line and you know try to hunt on some public. But oh West, yeah, West Virginia is not too bad. <laughs> it's not too shabby. I don't know. I mean, it's cheaper. I might just yeah. do West Virginia route from here on out instead of Ohio. Yeah. I mean, if I'm not going to hunt deer in Ohio, there's really no reason to get a turkey tag there. Yeah, especially yeah. since Ohio jacked up their out-of-state prices. Yeah, I mean, that's like, the crazy part. jacked it up. It's still going, too. Yeah, that's I what was, I've been hearing. I'm glad I moved over here. I was going to say, <laughs> you got room in that basement or something? We might have to yeah. steal some residency. Yeah, you want to adopt was... me? You can claim me on your taxes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was lucky enough that dad bought my lifetime license for west virginia so you moving over here i don't i don't have to buy my license over there and then right before we moved i went ahead and bought trips so he'll be good too so that's awesome good call makes it nice that they offer that yeah yeah that's a good call oh cool man yeah so ohio then you you got your butt kicked a little bit in pa you were already getting your ass kicked in ohio and then yeah i continued to get the old booty kicked over here in Ohio, man. It was, I, this was, this past spring was the first year I hadn't killed a bird on public in a couple, quite a few years. I, um, the last, the bird, the day I killed the bird here in Ohio, I had hunted on public and I heard one bird and that was it. I came home and, and the wife knows, you know, I love to deer hunt. Well, I love it, but turkey hunting, I mean, when I, I love turkey hunting. Yeah. yeah so when I came home, you know, I told the wife, I said, well, I said, that's it. You know, I had to go back to work the next day and I was going to be working for seven, seven, twelve. So I wouldn't have enough time to get out. Yeah. I said, well, that's it. You know, my goal was to kill a bird, West Virginia high on PA. I said, well, I said, you know, I got two out of the three, you know, whatever kind of moving around. <laughs> and, uh, I was standing outside and I, took my stuff off and I let out a couple yelps there below the house. Didn't hear nothing. 
and uh, what did I? I can't. Oh, I got up to that Woodhaven Crystal, and uh, man, I ripped on it. A bird crossed the street in front of the house property. I don't have permission to hunt. Gobbled, and he gobbled like three or four times. I said, "Hmm, that bird's a long ways away." But you know, in Ohio, the last two weeks you can hunt all day. I said, uh, "I'm gonna stick a freaking decoy in the yard." I said, just by some chance. So I'm going to stick a decoy in the yard. And uh, I went in the house. Or, no, I told the wife I was going to, and I did. I went in the house, and I was sitting on the freaking recliner watching TV. And uh, I was like, man, I really should go put a decoy in the freaking yard. So I walked back outside and uh, grabbed that decoy. Well, I had my mouth called. And I ripped on that mouth call, and a freaking bird called below the house, like a flat below my house. I said, holy shit. So I come fritting <laughs> inside. I'm like, you know, the wife, I'm like, bird just called below the house. You know, I, I gotta hurry up. I gotta hurry up. <laughs> Getting my clothes on, like half my stuff in my truck, some's in the garage, some's in the house. So I hadn't brought everything in yet. So I'm like scrambling to get everything on and um, freaking get everything on. He was sprinting down the driveway. I called and he gobbles again. Well, he's, there's a point directly below my house. It goes, you know, straight down. He was just on the other side of it. And I'm like, oh shit. Well, I'm running, running up. You know, I get down to the mailbox, cut down into the woods and I start coming to him. I call and he gobbles and he was just, I don't know. He wasn't 50 yards away. He was just right around the edge of that point. I just sat down and threw the gun up. And he came around that point, and I just flattened him, and it was, I was like, no I couldn't freaking believe it. That's it unbelievable. Was, yeah, I <laughs> know. Yeah, it was, it was, oh, man, it was awesome. The, the wife heard the shot through the kitchen window, and <laughs> it was, yeah, it was, it was something. That's awesome that you have property so got you can do that on, too. Yeah. Man, it was, it was pretty gnarly. I was, I was, I was happy with it. It was so pissed. Speaking of wives coming through the kitchen, <laughs> we just got intruded. <laughs> no, that's great, man. So, I mean, that was kind of the end of your season. You got the tri-state, freaking. Yeah. yeah, that was that was it for me. And I ended up getting plaques for all my 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 beard or the mount or the the freaking beard, the mounts, the the tail feathers, mm-hmm. the fan, and uh, I had them all done up, you know, in the garage, and had them sitting on cardboard. And, Hey, it wasn't a couple weeks later. I went on midnights. Came home the next morning. The garage door was open. I was like, what the hell? Well, wife left the garage door open. And the freaking possums, coons got me oh, in the freaking garage and just tore my turkey pants to oh, shit. Oh, my God. Except wow. for one, the West Virginia one. I was like, uh, or the, I mean the PA one. So thank goodness, because that was my first bird in PA. <laughs> but uh, they shredded all the other ones. Oh there was freaking turkey feathers all over the yard and the driveway. So of course, I went in the house and was like, "You left the garage door open. <laughs> turkey pans are ruined." I would have been buying a night vision scope that moment right there. Oh man! Overnight yeah, want, that baby. It's time for a jihad. <laughs> yeah, I had got plaques and I wanted all the fans. Uh, you know, I got a West Virginia plaque, a PA in Ohio, and I wanted them all together. But oh hell, they're just turkey fans. I'll get more. I guess you're going to have to fill them up now this spring, huh? Yeah. And I can't wait. God, Man, I can't wait. That's a bummer. I actually had a couple uh, Jake fans in mind that I was going to do up. And my buddy shot a Jake, and he didn't want the fan, so I was going to do it up for a, a decoy. Mm-hmm. And a damn mouse got in mine and ate all the meat off it. So all the feathers, of course, fell yep. apart. 
You know what you gotta do is get a piece of saran wrap and bondo and put the saran wrap underneath it, bondo on top, and then push it over with the other side of the saran wrap. And then it's like, I mean, that shit dries like almost immediately, and then you're good to go right there. Yeah. Yeah, that's a good good way. I still have my, uh, I have my PA one still in my garage, but I kind of like hung it up so where they can't get to it. Yeah. The nice thing about the bondo is, too, you don't have to let it sit with salt on it for, yeah, three years. (laughs) Yeah, I'll have to learn that trick from you. It's if, easy. It's if you're easy. ever looking for uh, some turkey fan mounts too, uh, Boer here, his his pops got a little uh, custom gig going. Yeah, we got a little operation. Yeah, we do turkey oh, tails yeah. and all kind of European mounts for deer. Anything you. Oh, on. nice. Yeah. yeah. Shameless plug. <laughs> you're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that's cool, man. Four four turkeys in a year in three different states. Pretty badass. Uh, that's, yeah, it was. I'm envious, especially since I didn't even get one in PA right. last year, and the yeah. out-of-staters do me up. <laughs> yeah, I've, I don't even know. I've killed uh, 20, 20 some birds the last few years. That's impressive for uh, for spring turkey. That's very impressive. Yeah, man, I I love to hunt, and I, most of my PTO is for turkey season. I don't take much time off that deer hunt, especially now that I got the wife and the kid. Um, I did take a few days this year for Ohio gun season. Then hell, the wife got COVID. <laughs> Jesus, that was a mess. But yeah, most of my time, I mean, it's it's turkey hunting, you know. And I'm gonna I'm a very aggressive turkey hunter. I should I probably spook more birds than I kill. But um, it's more fun to hunt them I, that way, dude. It is, and the proof's in it the pudding. Really you know, you're still gonna get you're gonna get more opportunities that way. So even yeah, if you don't I kill do. as many times, you're still gonna have more opportunities. So if, if I call and I don't hear a bird, you know, if you, I'm gone. I'm going. Yeah. But I'm lucky enough. I have you know in Ohio, there's a bunch of public around. I have a few small pieces of private. In West Virginia, I got some big chunks of private I can hunt. So I'm lucky to be able to do that. You know that run and gun styles, as people would say. Um, and I'm lucky to do that. Sometimes I think it's, it, it does more harm than good sometimes. Oh, for sure. I mean, in the hills though, like you said, without a decoy, I mean, that's, that's how you have to hunt if you're going to be, if you're going to be up in the boonies there. Yeah. Especially when you're that mobile, you, you gotta be light. You know, you can't be carrying a lot of that stuff around. I mean, I did it last year. I carried most of it around and half the time, if not more, never even put the decoys out. End up ditching them in, in a bush somewhere and then setting up on a tree or something, you know? Yeah, it's tough. Most of the time, I don't even have time. Right, you know, right. Yeah, you you strike them up, and they're you know maybe a hundred yards, and they're closing yeah. right mm-hmm. now. You don't have time to mess with a decoy and get it out there. <laughs> if I brought hell, I trick up a bird, and I think he's a hundred. I'm like, oh, I can get twenty more. <laughs> I, can get, <laughs> I can get. I'm one. Of, you know, I mean, I'm I'm one of them, dude. Like, yeah. I mean, so many things can happen. You know, I've had you know barbed bar fences get in my way, or creeks, or just. I don't know anything, you know, I'm like, oh, I can, if he can't see me and I can't, I can get a little bit closer. I can get a little bit yeah. closer. Can, you want to burst you know, that bubble. Right. I mean, that's what yeah. makes turkey hunting so yep. exciting to me too, though. Yeah. Like uh, uh, how close can I get to this stupid thing right. you know, that's oh, been outsmarting I, I me for the last month? <laughs> I, I, try to, I try as hard as I can to get as close as I can. Now, Matt, you probably use a lot of terrain to your advantage as well i mean in that kind of uh that kind of part of the country i mean there's a lot of hills there's a lot of hidden areas where you can like you Mm -hmm. mentioned your story in pa where you got up the the ridge and you got on the same level as the turkey i mean obviously that's always key getting on the same level yeah you know really increases your odds but i would imagine terrain 
it plays a big role in how you can get close to birds without overdoing it. But in the same sense, it might screw you sometimes too, I'm sure. Oh, it can. The lease we have in West Virginia that we've, you know, we've had since I was a kid, that's where I killed my first turkey, you know, my first deer. You know, I've grown up hunting that. And luckily, the, we can get to it from the top. Well, the top, you know, that ridge runs, you know, you can ride the top of that. We got a road on top of that the whole way from end to end, you know. And, and so getting the birds out there on that one side of our property is nice because you can, you're already on top, you know, and you don't have to mess with walk, you know, walking from the bottom to the top, spooking birds. I mean, it, it, it makes it nice in that aspect. And you get that a lot around here. If you can get up top, you know, whether you're on public or private, you know, if you can get up top and get above these birds and, I mean, it, it makes it, it makes it nice. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. And then, I mean, sometimes what I mean by like getting screwed, sometimes you'll be up top and then they just play that game where they know they don't crest the hill. They just play it around and, you know, they'll start gobbling oh. and they'll hit that crest yeah. and then they'll play it the whole way around you and never pop up or they'll go quiet and you're at one yep. part and then they pop up to your right at 50 yards and, you know, peg you. There's a, there's a point out here on this piece of public that I hunt. And I killed a couple, I don't know, three or four birds out there around the area. But that point, it comes to a, it goes, you know, it goes out and, it, you know, that point goes straight down. And, man, there's been a couple of times that I've had birds on that point. You know, I can see them on the roost, you know, 60, 70 yards. They fly down. They shut up. And I'm sitting there. One time I was sitting there on my phone and a freaking real redhead popped up 40 yards away. One time I had a bird pop up you know, over that point and I was sitting in a terrible spot and I had a tree in front of me and couldn't shift my gun. And uh a couple of years ago I was on that point and it was like one o'clock in the afternoon and I called and the bird was down at the bottom of the hill and he gobbled and I sat there just scrolling through Facebook <laughs> calling every once in a while. Well next thing you know that bird started getting closer. Well next thing you know that bird's like a flat below me. I heard I got set up well on that flat you know off to the right of that point it's one it kind of you ever see them where that it kind of rolls out and then it flattens out then it drops off right Mm -hmm. well if you're sitting back up against the hill you can't see that roll well it's like that turkey knew that and he wouldn't come up over that (laughs) man I was calling you know got silent on him scratching on him and everything yeah that bird he knew yeah, he, he he knew he'd been he he played the game a few times. He knew that that role was there, and I couldn't see him. Well, he also didn't know I could take my vest off, and um, I had a youth model twenty gauge. I took my vest off, and I called, and that bird had gobbled. He was walking back and forth, back and forth, back and forth, and from point to me, and he'd get right in front of me, and then walk back out to the point, gobble, and I called, and he'd gobbled. He was out in that point. Tuck my vest off, and I started walking, and I was moving. You know, I was hunched over, and I moved sticks and and leaves every step, every step. I was moving sticks and leaves and sticks and leaves, and I was walking, walking, walking. I got to the edge of that flat, and I called, and he was still on that point, uh, just on the other side of the point. So I hurried up and stood up. And here he come around that point, you know, freaking be bopping around. I slammed him about 15 yards. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, that is great. You just reminded me of a, a good story of my own. I was chasing this bird on a 
uh, Buddy's property. I've never been there before, but it's basically a big giant hilltop and yep. flat on the top and then obviously falls off all the perfect circle, basically, yeah. if you can imagine. And mm-hmm. this bird roosted down below us. I, there, there had to have been two birds. I mean, they gobbled 400 times before they, yeah. they roosted down. I mean, if motorcycle went by, you could hear and they would gobble 15 times just to the motorcycle or like back to back. And the birds finally come down. They start going off. And I chase those damn things around that entire hillside. They never come up. And it was like same thing. That hillside where it dropped down. And it would kind of step off just gradually. Then it would fall off just enough to where you could probably only see 30 yards at a time before it, fall, it fell off to that next step. So I'm chasing them the whole way around this damn hillside. Finally get this bird to fire up again. And I'm crawling on all fours towards it <laughs> my buddy's back behind me he, he i i text his dad and told him to start calling he started calling back behind me and this bird just it would never shut up so i'm finally i'm crawling on all fours and where i fucked up was i went to get in front of this tree i went to crawl around this tree and get in front of it where i could just see over that hillside and it, had i just set up on the back side of it and just like mm-hmm. set up my gun and rested on it that yep. bird sure enough that's when he picked his moment to come up that here and what i think happened was he heard me crawling he heard you yeah, yeah he and he thought it was a turkey yeah. and it, sure as shit i was moving you know cr- two two moves move the gun forward kind of thing you know and yeah. I, as i was moving the gun forward to get in front of that last tree sure as shit that biggest turkey head i've ever seen that bastard just showed up right over the hill looked right at me and ducked right back down under the hill I jumped up, went to go shoot him, and, and there was a log. He went right behind the log, and I never saw him again. Mm-hmm. I was so bummed, man. But what a hunt, though! That I love those when you, I love it when you have those hills and they play that game, and you get a really good one. Like you, you just and you kill them, dude. There's nothing more rewarding than that. Oh, when you're cutting no, them off, it. running through the woods like freaking Davy Crockett <laughs> across the hill to cut them off. And dude, that's, yeah. that's the stuff that gets me oh, going yeah. right there, man. Yeah. That's like, turkey hunting's fun, man. I mean, I love talking about deer hunting, and I love deer hunting. But once I got into turkey hunting, man, deer hunting almost oh, plays second fiddle. It's a whole nother beast, yeah. man. It's funny when you take somebody out that's never gone turkey hunting before, and you hear them walking, like how you were talking about moving sticks and stuff like that. Like you can tell the people that have never, you know, been trying to creep up on a bird before. You know, oh yeah, and they're and it's not that they're you know not trying to walk quietly, but it's like a different kind of walk in the woods you know yeah well i mean the same oh, yeah. thing with the guy that pulled up his vehicle at the bottom of the hill with matt and started calling it the birds <laughs> you exactly, you're, exactly uh, right. you're exactly right you know it's, there's just a lot of people out there that if you don't do it long enough and you don't experience and make your own screw-ups you know it, you're gonna do it i mean it's gonna happen yeah. i don't care how good of a turkey hunting you are if you if you haven't screwed up i mean you're just not in the woods enough in no. my opinion no you're absolutely right there <laughs> I, I will agree with that 10,000%. And that's part of the fun. Uh, that's why I like it. I think, you know, a little bit more than deer hunting. If, if I screw up an opportunity on a deer, man, I get really pissed off. Like, no doubt, really pissed off. It bothers me for a while. Screw up on a turkey, it's like, all right, yeah, it pisses me off, but I'm just going to go get another goblin bird somewhere. Yeah. You know? With with the deer hunting, I feel like it's more preparation and then that execution, mm-hmm. whereas turkey hunting is like you actually got to know what the yeah. fuck you're doing when you're right. in the woods. Plus number of opportunities. To, yeah. You know, too. I mean, you don't get the opportunities typically in a season unless you're Matt with as many birds as you do bucks. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> nah. I'm yeah, just I got lo- as many birds as I did bucks. Zero. <laughs> <laughs> 
Man. Oh, man. I was just lucky to have the land to hunt on and time to do it. Well, yeah, but I mean, you've put your time in. Yeah, you can't ask for much oh, more. You've had ways. some really good years, and I mean, shit, what past two, three years you've been? Isn't yeah, last two years have been good. I, I didn't kill a buck for like four years, and then you know I, these last couple of years. But I'm gonna tell you what, you know, there was, there was a lot of bucks in four years that I probably should have killed and I didn't. Yeah, and you know, I let the, you know, I let the the size and. I mean, it really got to me, and my dad had to, my dad had to sit me down and you know tell me to enjoy it again, and mm-hmm. you know because it really did. <clears throat> my first year out of the army in 2013, I killed a nice you know hundred and uh, I'm looking at him right now. Hell, he's 130 some inch eight, you know, right at that 130 inch mark, and he was running with a 10 that was that was 20 inches wide. And had 11 inch brow tines. I mean, just, I mean, for West Virginia, just especially out in our area, they were hammers. Oh, 130 inch deer in West Virginia is a big ass deer. (laughs) Yeah. You know, I mean, around um, here it's a big deer too, but down there for sure. Yeah. That 10 ended up getting killed by the neighbor. And, um, I hunted, I, that eight that I killed, I missed him first day of bow season and I hunted that deer. And at the time, um, yeah, I worked oil and gas. I was working, um, 14 on, 14 off. I oh, worked 14, 12s, and then 14 days off. Well, then 14 days off, I was hunting. Because at the time, I was living with my grandparents. I didn't have, you know, my grandma, you know, my grandma made my food. She did my laundry and everything. <laughs> I was 23 years old. And, and the only thing I did was work, and I hunted, and I fished, and that was it. Living your best life. I was. For, you know, for a little bit, I did. I Hell yeah, man. I, I lived it up. And, um, you know, I hunted that deer every day that I was off. If I was on midnight, I hunted that deer when I could. And I finally killed him. And, you know, that was the biggest deer I ever killed. And, you know, after that, you know, I kind of let that the size thing get to me. And, you know, I let a lot of deer walk. And, you know, it really got to the point to where I was really starting to not enjoy deer hunting as much. Like, I'd go hunt a couple of days and I'd be like, oh, you know, you know, you start, oh, I'm done, you know, or, you know, you're just not seeing big bucks. And I let that get to me. And I'm going to tell you what, it, it'll ruin a man. It absolutely will. And, and that's something that when we had the blog before, something I wrote about is, you know, I kind of got out of the game for those three or four years. And then when me and Jeff kind of, our other member of the crew kind of got into it, I took him hunting and he shot an absolute chonger on the last day of rifle. And that like got me real jacked up, mm-hmm. like real, real jacked up. And then that's when things kind of started picking up for me again with deer hunting. Yeah. I think I had to take a step back, man. And really. Yep. That's really, exactly you know, what it was. I think that's where I'm at now, though, too. I mean, I've gone two years now without filling a buck tag. I was on a little roll there. I killed like four bucks in, in three years. And I, I mean, I was, for me, I was on a roll. You know, I was killing really nice deer, killed my oh, biggest yeah. buck ever. And then I started playing the inch game and started looking at bucks. And, and the worst part about that is smaller deer that would come in wouldn't excite me as much. Yeah. And, and if they didn't get me fired up, I wasn't shooting them. Yeah. Yep. You know? Um, even the one I shot, what, three years of the last buck I shot with my bow was a half rack, but super cool deer. I mean, he had like six points on one side. He was super character and he just, it was the best hunt of my life. It was far from my best deer, but it was the best hunt of my life. And I killed that deer and I was so fired up and so jacked up. And then, you know, the next two years, I didn't really see a deer that did that to me. So I didn't shoot, yeah. a, so I didn't shoot a buck, you know, and I, I don't know. I don't know what the answer is for me next year. To be honest, I, I don't want to shoot something. That isn't going to get me excited, 
But I think I also need to maybe adjust my standards a little bit because I love killing deer. I mean, let's face it. I, I just, yeah. I enjoy it a lot. Oh, absolutely. I don't want to like play that game, but man, I think something mentally, I kind of screwed myself a little bit, you know? I can't speak uh, for everybody, but I know me and you, I mean, we were the only ones that didn't shoot something this year and everybody got a giant this year. Buck wise. Yeah. Everybody yeah. did, except for us. <laughs> and uh, that, I mean, dude, I was, I was down on myself for a minute there about all that. Yeah. But you, sh- I mean, you shouldn't be that way. You no, know, but and I mean, I passed I a lot it. of bucks this year too that were legal, were yeah. they big, but no, but you know what I mean? It's the same thing you were saying. It's just like, uh, you know, yeah. your brother shot a freaking, you know, a potential booner, <laughs> you know, like. <laughs> that was a good deer. Oh yeah. Yeah. Real good deer. And you know, and that, that didn't really do it, but it did put a little pressure on me too, to try to kill something nice. Cause we were in that damn competition, oh, which I'll never do again. I'll never do that again. I did not like. That mindset in hunting season to have a little bit extra pressure when I'm already so scatterbrained and just stupid on myself to put extra pressure on myself with a stupid ass tournament. I'll never do it again. Um, but Matt, I mean, you, you kind of did, like you said, you kind of went through the same thing. So what were, what were some of the words of advice like your father gave you that, that kind of well, set you back on the path? You know, you know, we're going to, my uncle, I'm talking about my uncle. He's my uncle. He's killed some giant deer, big deer. And he was killing deer, big deer back before it was cool. Yeah, you know, he was out <laughs> videotaping deer before, you know, trail cameras really got big. And, you know, I killed that one. And, you know, I was like, you know, I, you know, I want to be like my uncle, you know, 23, 24 years old. And, oh, you know, I want to kill big deer. I'm wrong. I still do want to kill big deer. But, I mean, who you know, does dad, it? Right. <laughs> yeah. You know, my dad, you know, he's like, man, he said, you know, you just, he said, you just need to have fun again. Because, you know, I love to hunt. I've always loved to hunt. He just watched it, you know, kind of just really start sucking the life out of me. You know, like I put so much time into it. You know, I feed these deer all year long. I run trail cameras all year long. And it was, you know, it's one of the things like, you know, if there ain't no big bucks there, then they're just, you know, they ain't there. You know, be happy with what you have, you know, this and that and this and that. And, you know, and... There's nothing wrong with not killing a buck every year. You know what I mean? And just, yeah, he, you know, him talking to me and just this and that. And I just, you know, just enjoy it. You know, like I tell people, you know, you're probably not, you're not going to see the same buck that I see. If you want to shoot it or if I want to shoot it, shoot it. If it makes you happy, shoot it. Hell yeah. What? Just because I wouldn't shoot it don't mean you can't shoot it. You know what I mean? But. You know, and I'm lucky to hunt in West Virginia, Ohio. And one thing I had to learn is where I hunt in West Virginia, I don't have the same caliber bucks over there that I have in Ohio. Yeah. Like this year, you know, I've shot a maybe 105 inch nine point with my rifle in West Virginia. And dude, when that deer stepped out, my heart was beating so damn fast. I couldn't <laughs> even, re- I don't even remember pulling the gun up and shooting him. My dad texted me and I was just, I was looking for blood right now. You know what I mean? Yeah. But if that deer would have stepped out, you know, in gun season over here before I shot that eight point I killed, I would have never even blinked an eye at him. Mm-hmm. You know, I've learned I have, you know, and some people are like, oh, you shouldn't be that way. You know, you know, you, you know, you shoot 10 bucks like that. ain't going to get no bigger next year. Blah, 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 blah. Well, yeah, he, hmm. yeah, probably not. But, you know, the, the my standards have just I've learned to have different standards. You know, we just we don't have them the bigger bucks. You can have them, but where I hunt, dude, if it's an eight point, 
that deer walks over to the neighbors and he's going to get killed. Oh, hundred percent. You know what I mean? But I'm also not Amish saying, up here and everything else. Yeah, I'm also not saying like, oh, I'm not. I'm going to kill him because the neighbor's going to kill him. No, right. hell, I hadn't killed a buck over there in like four years. And that was just the bit. That was the biggest buck I'd seen over there in four years. And when he stepped out, man, I, you know, I trust him. I was tickled shit with him. <laughs> and and that's the key. I mean, you can say whatever you want. If you're if you're sitting in Illinois or Iowa and you're talking to a guy that just killed a buck in in West Virginia and you're telling them what they should do with their oh, tag, yeah, just shut yeah, the don't fuck up. Yeah, you can yeah, just go piss off because you have no clue what it's like over here. I mean, I've never ever in my life said, Oh, that, you know, I'll give that deer another year and I'll go kill him next year. Because realistically that doesn't happen very often. Those dudes in Illinois and all that, they're they're shooting free range cattle as far as I'm concerned. I mean, (laughs) am I, am I jealous? Fuck yeah. yeah. But you know, 109 inch deer in West Virginia, that's not a bad deer. That's a pretty damn good deer deer down there. You know? Yeah. It's harder to do that than it is what they, they do over there. And and I get it. Yeah. I do get it. You, you can absolutely be part of, you know, deer management and you can try to let deer age and do your part. And uh, like you said, it's not the mindset that the neighbor's going to shoot the deer. It's a simple fact that that is a reality in which where we live, that a lot of people hunt the same area and really close to. And a lot of these bucks that travel so far they get killed yeah i mean we have rifle seasons these deer get killed oh yeah it's tough it's not the same thing you find a deer that makes you happy in your area and i agree if Shoot it's a it. hundred inch buck if it's an 80 inch buck you're killing a damn thing and it's gonna make you ecstatic and i don't give a shit what anybody else says or thinks and it's gonna taste delicious right that's right <laughs> it's gonna taste delicious that's right that's what My grandpa used to always say <laughs> can't eat the horns baby that's it. <laughs> But in in all in all, I still want to kill big bucks. Oh yeah, (laughs) you know who doesn't? I mean, that's That's a fact. Yeah, that's why you put the time in, the money in. Oh yeah, you know, and that's why you do it. Yeah, but 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 big woods like what you're hunting and what we hunt up north, shit's tough, man. Yeah, people don't realize that. You know, I I had pictures this year below my house of well, I think I sent them to you. You Um, did. (laughs) You know. The one was 177 inches. He got killed. Neighbor killed him. I mean, you know, and he, I had pictures of that deer all summer. Thousands of pictures of that deer. He got killed, I don't know, half a mile from here. I had a picture of an eight that was just, I mean, an absolute stud. Not huge. Wouldn't score well. Old mature deer. At least, you know, five and a half. You know, if you want to put age on it, whatever. And, you know, three days before bow season, that never, he disappeared. Well, come to find out, hell, he was. About a mile and a half from here. Guys were getting pictures of him over there. I mean, them deer, the deer travel, and you know. But I, I get caught up in it. You know, I'm getting them pictures like I'm going to kill that deer. I'm going to kill that deer. You know, I, you know, I don't want to say that's my deer. You want to say it because you're getting pictures of it, but so are they. That ain't, <laughs> you know, it ain't your deer. I mean, I get caught up in it. I mean, I think everybody does, especially when you're getting the amount of pictures that you do. Oh, I mean, that hell. gets you jacked up, dude, when you see some oh, on the camera. Oh, it was every night. Every night. There texting everybody, Snapchat. I just sent, I just showed Boo a couple of the ones that you sent me. And dude, there was four <laughs> below my house that was, you know, go over, you know, 100, you know, 30 inches and then. Freak nasties. You know, it, you know and them tra- them deer travel. The buck I killed last year in Ohio, I'd hunted that deer for four, five years. I hit him one year, didn't find him. Well, like. The third year of me hunting that deer, 
he started showing up at my uncle's place like over a mile away. He'd be there in the evenings. He'd be back at my dad's in the morning. Like it was that's year travel. Yeah. Luckily, I ended up killing him last year. I mean, I think he's he was seven, eight and a half years old. You know, ended up finally killing him. But man, they they travel. You just never know. Oh, that buck but, I shot last year on uh, state game lands. We had a camera set up on a state game lands beside that state game lands. Uh, you know. Well over a mile, and it, we got the same deer on both cameras. I mean, and yeah, it, it's crazy. Yeah. It's not. They travel forever. I mean, yeah. them days, man. It'll. I think they like move more too. A long way for a woman. Yeah, oh. you get in those big woods, and I feel like those deer even travel even farther. A lot of them. I mean, they yeah. just go. It's crazy. I know even up our camp. Allegheny National Forest, man. You'll see a deer and never see the same deer. You'll never see it again. Right. You may never see it again, but then we start putting up a lot of cameras, and we got deer like one proper or one part of the property, and then you know a mile away, he's yeah. showing up on another camera. It's mm-hmm. like holy shit. Yeah, yeah. How do you how do you yeah, hunt geez. those? You know, and and try to get those deer on a pattern. Come on, man. You can't. Yeah, yeah. That's I hunt. You know, my dad bought that ten acre piece. I don't know, five years ago now, over here in Ohio, and I hunted it, and that's where I killed that, you know, that old buck. Yeah, I hunted him for four years. I was just lucky he stuck around. I mean, I had pictures of him every summer. You know, I had pictures of him throughout deer season here and there, here and there. I mean, he was never there a lot, but, um, you know, at 10 acres, it was just, <laughs> you were just, you have to be there when they came in, you yep. know, which obviously I'm feeding them, you know, 10 acre piece, one side's township road and then, you know there ain't a freaking acorn tree on it or nothing the only thing deer is coming in there for is what i'm dumping on the ground yeah mm-hmm. um but it, well, you know you you know and i got that 15 acre piece that i bought and you know you just you gotta hunt them different than what a lot of people you see on tv or on social media that's got five six hundred acres and they've got 27 stands and yeah, yeah. 100 trail cameras and they can know, almost and pick and choose which deer they want to kill yeah yeah I mean, yeah, yeah, yes, you still have to kill the deer. You still have to put the work in, and oh, for sure, yeah, it 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 all takes work, mm-hmm. you know. And, yep. and no matter what the size of the property, you're doing the same stuff. It's just, you know, the differences is land and how yeah. many deer you got, and five six hundred acres, you're holding them deer. Yep. You know, oh yeah. Ten for fifteen sure. acres, I'm not holding nothing. Right. You know, right. You know, I just there. I'm there when yeah, maybe some does. They'll they'll bed close because the food's there. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and each but, deer, I mean, like you said, that one stuck around. He has a different personality. Another deer yeah. might travel five miles. Yeah. You oh, yeah. know, when they get on hot does and whatnot. Oh, yeah. But um it's it's I I got a taste of it a little bit. When I was hunting down around Pittsburgh this year, I, you can only hunt I mean, I was in I think a two acre plot <laughs> of just woods behind houses and I was hunting an absolute giant, monster, ridiculous buck. But this deer was like he was there one day and never saw him again gone forever you know those little patches of woods and that's a little different scenario because there's only so much you know but the same it shows like they have ranges and they bounce around and they just go from one hot doe to the next yeah oh yeah hunting pittsburgh you'd have to be like in seek one boys down there in atlanta i was trying to get get about a hundred different properties a hundred different eight one acre properties to kill (laughs) yeah well southern people are a little more generous and nice to approach than uh pittsburgh folks Pittsburgh oh, is yeah. this little dark hole of oh, no. just grumpy <laughs> no. motherfuckers, dude. I used to live there. Trust me. Grumpy, it's... wealthy people that don't 
typically uh, see too kindly to hunters. I mean, I got the cops called on me like four times just hunting that little piece. You know, oh, yeah. I've had them leave notes on my truck and shit yeah. for me. I'm like, come on, man. All I, I want to do is hunt a deer. Like, and, I, and it's not like I was slaying everything in sight. I was hunting one deer. And, and, and when I approached the property owners, that's what I basically told them. I'm like, listen, I'm just here to kill one mature deer. Like, that your little Bambi that runs through your yards every day, he, she's going to be fine. Yeah. You know, she's fine. I'm not killing that deer. And I watch deer walk past me, underneath me every day. Yeah, it was fun. It's nice oh. to see. It's really cool when you can see the deer in their element and they don't know you're there. It makes it a lot easier to see stuff. You know, when you're out there and you're not seeing anything, you're like, dude, this is retarded. Why am I out here? You know, what is the point of my life? You know, yep. how did I wake up at 4 a.m.? It, it can be like that. And then big ones, man, that's, I mean, that's the reality of it. You know, that's you, like, yeah, down them little pieces that I hunt, man. You might hunt my dad's 10 acres 10 times and I see deer like twice. Right. Right. It's tough. Man, it, it's, um, it makes you work, man. I mean, that's for sure. Yeah, that's that's mental game too. You know, that's not all physical grind. That's metal mental grind. Oh yeah. Oh, it is. Yeah, the deer den the deer density is just not real big over here in this airport. Well, that's yes. what lends to the bigger the bigger deer over there. Is there's less competition for food too. Oh yeah. Yeah. yeah definitely. Yeah, I get you get more pictures of bucks than you do does. Yeah, that's <laughs> a, unheard of over here. <laughs> Well, that's the same West Virginia. You'll yeah. get 14 does in one buck. Yeah. <laughs> you can't shoot enough does in most places over there. <laughs> but hell, you'll shoot 20 of them. Next year, it'll be 30. It's like, Jesus, where'd they all come from? They're like coyotes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, man. So we're that's a little right. over an hour here. Chuck, do you have anything kind of to wrap it up here before we see what's going on here? Well, I did. I wanted to, I mean, I wanted to touch, I know we played around a little bit about your Ohio buck. I don't know if you wanted to tell the story on that deer Absolutely. or if you had a, uh, another story from your 2019 season or the other buck you shot this year. I mean, if you got another really good story you want to share with us, I think that'd be pretty cool. Oh yeah. I mean, it don't matter I, either one. Well, the Ohio one was the bigger one, correct? That was the big boy. Let's hear it. Yeah. I, um, like I said, I, I bought that piece me and the wife bought that piece in March, right before COVID hit. And it's just 80, like an 80 acre piece away from my uncle's place. And then just right up the ridge from my dad's 10 acre piece. They're all on the same ridge. So I bought it and, um, the fields, there's a little bit of field on it. They'd been all grown up. I had a guy come in and clear that all out, get it mowed down. And I just, I didn't do nothing with it. I really didn't have time. And, uh, I'd walked around it a little bit, but I was getting all them pictures of the deer here below the house. So I really was like, ah, screw it. You know, I'm trying to kill one of the deer here below the house. Not a couple bucks over at dad's that I would have shot, you know, a nice wide eight. Um, he was coming in, yeah, just at night though, but I would have, you know, shot him. So I didn't do nothing. I didn't have a camera over there. Nothing. You know, I just left it alone. Well, you know, then deer here below the house disappeared, and there wasn't much out at my dad. And then I went out on public a couple times. You know, I, I killed a nice buck on public 2016 or 17. Maybe like 130-some inch 10-pointer. Mm-hmm. And so I went a couple times, and one time I found a guy's porn pile on a trail camera, and a guy smoking in a tree stand, and <laughs> another time you know, about the same. So I was like, yeah, you know, I'll just, I'll just wait. Because now that I got the wife and the kid, if 
there ain't much showing up. I just stay at the house. You know, I try to spend as much time with them, try to find that, you know, that balance. Oh, yeah. Where the wife's not too ticked off. But it started getting closer to gun season. And your days get precious dad with was that. Be in and, man, you know, there's just, I ain't got nothing. You know, nothing's coming back. And not nothing. I told my Uncle Shane, I said, I'm going to dump some corn out there at that property and put a camera up. Well, it wasn't, man, that night, I put a cell phone camera out there. That night, some does showed up. I don't know, it wasn't two or three days went by. That freaking buck came in. And I was like, wow, <laughs> that is a nice deer. <laughs> I hope he sticks around. And um I had a couple other bucks, nice bucks, and that were showing up. And it, you know, obviously, my uncle had pictures of them, too. And... I was off. I took vacation the week of Ohio gun season, but I finished up from work Friday. So I had Saturday, Sunday off, and then Monday gun season in Ohio came in. Well, that Saturday, Sunday, West Virginia rifle was in. Well, I ended up killing that nine on Sunday. I've been hunting. I wanted to hunt gun season in West Virginia. You know, it's, you know, I don't care if it's just one day I get off, I'm going to hunt. You know, if gun season's in over there, I'm hunting. And, uh, I remember. Saturday morning, I'm sitting in a box blind over there, and it was cold. And uh, I'm sitting there, and my phone goes off, and I'm scrolling through the pictures. I got three cell phone cameras, so I'm scrolling through them, and that freaking box stands over at my place in Ohio, <laughs> just plain as day, broadside. I'm like, oh, man. I even posted it on Instagram. I was like, when you're gun hunting in West Virginia, it should be a bow hunting in Ohio. <laughs> I was like, man. <laughs> well, so I ended up shooting that buck Sunday in West Virginia. So I was like, cool, I can concentrate all week in Ohio. And I had had, you know, actually quite a few daylight pictures of that buck and another buck, an older buck. He had real long twos and short threes, and short brows. Boy, he was just a big body deer. And I was like, you know, I see you doing bucks this week. You know, I'm, I'll shoot him because dad was going to be in. He was going to be hunting his 10 acre piece. So Sunday, Sunday before I kill, I hunted Sunday morning. I left, came home, grabbed my hang on stand and sticks, me and my dad and, uh, brother, ran over to my place, hung that stand, got everything ready, cleared all his limbs out, freaking made me a path to get into my stand so I didn't make no noise getting in there. Left, went hunting West Virginia and killed that buck. So I got him all taken care of that evening. And then Monday I hunted, kicked off. You know, high gun season. Well, down here, it was cold and rainy. So I sat in you know, morning and um, afternoon. Didn't see nothing. Well, it's, it, the snow came. So Monday, Tuesday morning, shit, I forget, three, four, five inches of snow on the ground. Well, my truck, I about got stuck in the snow. I mean, but I was boring on it to get up out of there. Because where my property is, right off the road, the ridge road, there's no really place to park. So I kind of, kind of come down off the road and then to leave, I got to go up and then onto the road. Well, I about got stuck. Well, I had to have my dad drop me off that evening to hunt. So he dropped me off and I was sitting there and I had seen a couple of does. Well, they, the wind was in my face and man, them does come out of the woods and started walking across that little field. I ended up going out and brush hogging there a few weeks short gun season. They came through that field and the field, you can't see it from the road. It's hidden in the back. That's where I've been feeding. They'd sort of come across that field. Man, the wind switched, and I felt it hit me in the back. And sure enough, man, that big doe, she was gone. 
And I was like, shit. Well, I thought that buck was coming from where them does were. So they ran down over the hill, and I was like, shit, man. Well, yeah, a little bit of time goes on, goes by, and it's, you know, it's starting, you know, dwindling down. Well, when I hung that stand, I freaking put my, that, you know, the real tree stick, you know, to hold your gun. I'd screw that in. Yep. I'd screwed it in in a terrible spot. If a deer come <laughs> in, I had to stand up, turn around, and grab it, and shoot. I was like, well, I said, it's starting to get dark, so I'm going to go ahead and unscrew this and screw it in over here on my left side. So where I, you know, stand up is just right here. So I get it unscrewed and, I got my gun strap on across my back and the gun's on my front and my freaking sling's too damn tight. So it's like sucking my body together. <laughs> I'm sitting there and it's snowing. I mean, snowing to beat hell. I'm, I got that thing unscrewed and I'm screwing it back in. And I, it's, you know, you know how them things are just awful to screw in to start. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, I got it about halfway in and freaking here come a deer across the field. And I said, Oh shit. So here I am, freaking hand up on this thing, screwing it in, guns, you know, strapped to my front, and she's just looking at me, and I'm like, oh, God. So I'm like, screw it, because here comes, like, three more deer, and I'm like, oh, man. So I freaking ripped that gun off my back, and I'm, sco- you know, I'm scoping them, and I can tell if they were bucks, they weren't very, they weren't big. And doe, doe, doe. Well, they took off. Well, here come four more deer, and I'm like, do 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 do. Well, they come out in the middle of the field and they stop. And I'm looking at them. Well, they look like towards me, but where I'm at, where I'm looking out in front, the field's out in front of me, and then to the right of me, the field goes out and then it goes out to the road. Well, they're looking down in there. Well, then them deer take off running. Well, I just peeked around across the tr- around the tree there. And there that damn buck stood. Oh, jeez. Forty yards. Oh my. That deer had come from behind me by the road and walked the field wood line out and then was coming he was coming out in front of me. Well, it was great because I'm where I screwed that freaking arm in. I just rested that gun across that arm and shot him. <laughs> so I I shoot that deer and he runs out and then where I'd made that path, I made it real wide so I could walk down in there. He runs straight down that path and dies five foot from a tree. <laughs> I couldn't freaking believe it. That's great. Don't get nobody in that. It was a hell of a night because I called my dad, told him. He said, all right, I'll be there in a minute. It's a good thing he dropped me off because if I would have parked there, that deer would have never came in. Right, he was on you. Truck. Yep, seen your truck and just probably turned well, around. Well, yeah, my dad ended up locking his keys in his truck and... Oh, Jesus. Man had to go get him, and then he got forward to get me, and man, it dumped the freaking snow down. And then at like <laughs> one o'clock in the morning, <laughs> tow people came and unlocked his truck. I was like, man, what a hell of a night for this deer. <laughs> oh, man. That is a hell of a story, oh, yeah. though. Yeah, that's a good one, man. What were you using? Were you using a uh, shotgun or straight wall cartridge? Yeah, I just used a Savage 220, 20 gauge. Okay. Was it yeah. a rifle barrel on it? Yeah. Nice. Nice. Yeah, yeah, that, that thing, man, them things shoot, them 20 gauge, they shoot. Yeah. I know a lot of people have gone to the 450s and the 350s and, you know, the 4570s and all that. But, uh, my grandpa bought me that Savage 220 there, probably 2014. And I, you know, I've killed a couple of few deer with the hell that kills them just a bit and everything else, though. Well, that bolt action Mossberg 12 gauge I had, I put down quite a few deer with that thing. I mean, shooting 100 yards ain't nothing for yeah. even that big 12 gauge. Oh, yeah. Those 20s, I could imagine, go even further. But 
No, not that shoot. you couldn't shoot over 100 with that 12, but you know. They shoot great, man. I mean, it, and it puts them down. I mean, it's got a hell of a piece of lead. And I've actually, that piece of lead right here, I ended up finding it, it was so close that they didn't even go all through, all the way through it. <laughs> that's wild. That's pretty cool. Yeah, that's great. Great wrap up to your season then, man. Holy shit. Like, yeah, it was, it was something. I mean, I killed a pile of does this year, too. Yeah. Yeah. So you got plenty of fresh turkey and, and venison in your freezer. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I like to keep it cool. Yeah, I'm looking forward Hell, to the spring. Never know what's happen. Yeah, good point. Yeah. I'm looking forward to the spring, hoping to get a little bit more turkey meat in my freezer. I went through that pretty quick, man. I, yeah, it's easy that to wild do, turkey's though. just good. That's oh, yeah. good eating. You got to grill it. Baby. Yeah. Yeah. It. yeah, we grilled it up, did tacos with it oh, a couple yeah. times. I mean, holy shit, you're talking good, fresh meat. Yeah. Can't beat it. Hell yeah. Can't beat it. <laughs> Well, Matt, hey, man, we really appreciate you coming on, buddy. Like, you know, I wish we would have got more maybe into the tactics stuff, but I feel like you you covered it pretty well, even in your stories. I think there's plenty of people can grab from from what you did and how you were successful. I mean, you've killed a pile of animals over the last two years. It's just been unreal, you know, and a lot of it goes into the hard work. Like you said, you do have some opportunity, but at the same time, man, you're doing something right, you know, at the end of the day. Yeah, you know, the one thing I can say that the, the small properties that I have to hunt, you know, I don't, I leave them alone. You know, I feed on them. You know, you now cell cameras nowadays, it makes it easier. You don't have to check your cameras all the time. But yeah. If you got some small pieces, you know, you don't, like I really don't shed hunt. I don't turkey hunt. I don't do much of anything. I feed, you know, I, I, you know, I got my cameras feeding the deer and then I'm in and out and that's it. Yeah. You know, you can, you can, you know, you mess up in little pieces like that and you, know, you mess them up in September and they're still jacked up, you yeah. know, months down the road. It just, it's, you just got to, you know, be careful with them small ones a little bit, you know, a little bit easier when you got bigger parcels, a couple, few hundred acres, you bump him from here, he's just going into the property. Oh yeah. Right. Well, we're going to have to make a trip down there, I think, and maybe do some turkey hunting with you down in West Virginia. Absolutely. I think this was a good episode yeah. to kind of get it primed up for the spring because I'm already jacked up for turkey. You oh, know, yeah. as soon as middle of January, I'm ready to go. <laughs> oh, it's coming. It's coming. Oh, yeah. It's Quickly. Like it's scouting sure. here. Yeah. Yeah. Not too long now. I've been seeing a whole bunch out, too. I mean, they're still on kind of their winter pattern, but. Oh, yeah. They will be for a little while. Yeah. Holy shit. I've been seeing a lot oh, of yeah. turkey. Some big bearded turkey, too, on a couple of my properties. They're oh. hitting trail cameras and my cell cameras are going off and there's just like these two toms walking through oh, just doing a titty shake, you know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so Matt, where can everybody find you out on the social medias here? Um, just Matt Talkington on Facebook and same for Instagram, just M-A-T-T-T-A-L-K-I-N-G-T-O-N. Just um, how it sounds. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's everybody's like, man, that's how you spell that. And you spell it for them. Like, oh, just how it sounds. Yeah. Like, yeah, that's it. <laughs> well, man, yeah. we appreciate you coming on. This this is either going to be episode three or four, depending on what one gets taken care of first here. But as always, like, subscribe, thumbs up, go follow Matt, yeah. give him a shout out. I wouldn't yep. say that uh, we I sent him, but uh, you know, <laughs> it is what it is. So, my dude, stay the course. Thank you as always. 